Hello and welcome to the Wildflower Stories podcast. I am your host, Jessica Raj. As life is slowly returning back to normal after COVID-19, I'm trying to live with more intentionality and empathy. I want to look past the exterior of a person and see them the way Jesus does, full of love and compassion. Today I speak with Natalie, a warm, sweet-natured woman who has faced a kind of pain and disappointment no woman should have to walk through. Natalie was married in her early 20s, had a son, but within only a few short years discovered that her husband was being unfaithful to her. By navigating uncharted territory, Natalie not only pressed on through the pain, but also found more good from it than she could ever imagine. I will let her tell the story. But for now, wherever you are today, why don't you lean in close and join me for a chat with Natalie. Hello, Natalie. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Jess. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my pleasure. (laughs) So Natalie and I go to church together and um, we met on our creative team. Um, not too long ago. How long have you been at Inspired Church for? Um, it will be coming up to two years, actually. Wow. Yeah. So still a newbie, but it feels like you've been around forever. Oh, that must be a that that must be good then. It is definitely good. (laughs) You fit right in. So, um, tell me, what is your favourite pastime? Well, I have got to say, I'm a massive bookworm, oh, <laughs> and um, I have I have been pretty much my whole life. And um, the funny thing about it is that I don't really read a lot of fiction. For some reason, I'm mm. more inclined to read non-fiction. Um, type of book and it really depends where I'm at in my life as to what the the subject is but Hmm. um, I'm actually reading a life-changing book at the moment which is the Bible yes but another one (laughs) (laughs) it's actually called Love and Respect by Dr. Emerson Egerich I think that's how you say his name and um, it's a uh, it's just a game changer for anyone who's in a relationship or a marriage mm. and um, he really bases the whole book around Ephesians 5.33 which is the verse that um, says each one of you must love his wife as he loves himself and the wife must respect her husband mm. and I, I'm sure we've all heard that so many times and we've all thought oh yeah that's great and you know that's awesome, let's do that. But this guy has really broken that down and he's got this theory that love and respect are just so important um, Mm. for men and women where women are the ones that need the love and men are the ones that need the respect. And Mm. so when you read the book, it just, it all makes sense Mm. in terms of the differences between men and women and the way that our brains are wired differently and we think differently and essentially we're speaking different languages and so true. 
and any little you know problems that might come our way it really just all falls into place when you kind of understand his theory so i'm actually um i'm reading that together with um michael my fiance and we're having a great time going through that book together that's awesome (laughs) i love it i'll have to get my hands on it sounds really Uh, really good oh intriguing so good it's just it just makes so much Mm, love that and i am a bookworm myself so we have to we have to catch up for coffee and talk about all the books we've read and (laughs) exchange books (laughs) oh we're gonna start a little book club i love that yes please (laughs) all right it's on cool um okay so tell us a bit about yourself um, so things like where you grew up, what you do for work, who's in your family, and anything else you'd like to mention. Okay, well, I was born and raised in Western Sydney, so I haven't haven't moved out of the area. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. also work for Western Sydney University <laughs> in the library, so I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm all about Western Sydney. But, um, Love it. <laughs> I'm like the spokes girl for yes. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> um, so I work in the library and being a book person, that just suits me so Perfect. well. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, and I actually um, am in charge of purchasing the books um, for the students and all of the campuses. And sometimes the books come in and I get to look at them and it's a bit of a tease because I can't read them because I'm at work (laughs) but I love the job I'm so happy there Um, and my family well I am engaged to Michael so beautiful (laughs) he's awesome Um, I've got a 15 year old son Anthony and once I get married I'm going to have two stepkids yay Cameron and Sarah so that's awesome because I wanted to have more kids and Aww. I'm getting kids I and I'm love gonna have, that I love that too and I'm going to have three teenagers can you believe that not Can't one believe it <laughs> three. three all at once we've got 14 15 and 16 oh wow <laughs> there you go that's cool uh, they're all awesome and they're all really different and um, yeah it's been really exciting um, you know spending time with them all and mm. getting to know them all so yeah that's beautiful that's awesome oh, yeah. I'm so happy for you and Michael that's just oh, thank you beautiful and and you know we'll we'll get into your story because um, yeah. you've you've definitely got a really inspiring mm-hmm. one and um I remember you telling me a little bit about it um, one time when we were on full worship one yeah. Sunday and um, and I'm like, I have to get this girl on the podcast because, <laughs> yeah, people need to know about something, you know, like this because yeah. I, I'm sure there are a lot of mm. women out there who've been in a similar positions. Mm. So, um, yeah, so Natalie, would you give us a peek into your life? Um, And if you could share with the listeners about your story and Mm. how God has moved through that situation um, regarding Mm. your marriage, your previous marriage. Absolutely. Well, um, 
I guess a bit of background information is, you know, I had a stable upbringing. Um, I had a strong early career and I was heavily involved in my church and I actually met my husband at youth and we got married quite young um, and shortly after we were married, um, a few months after we found out I was pregnant. So I became a young mum and I loved it. Mm. <laughs> I loved being a housewife back then. It was great. Um, and we were married for eight years, but unfortunately I discovered that he was having an affair. Um, so obviously when you find out this type of thing, it's a shock mm. and it's really unexpected and it's really painful and it's hurtful and to be quite honest I I really think that I've blocked out a lot of those first few days of mm. finding out about it yeah um, I just know that I was really angry and I just couldn't believe it but anyway um I suppose that I had to focus on finding myself and mm. trying to build up a life. And I just did whatever I needed to to survive. So, you know, prior to the separation, I was a housewife and um, I was completely dependent on my husband. Um, and so it's a bit scary then thinking to yourself, well, okay, uh, I have to support myself now. I have to keep everything going. I've got to mm. pay rent and bills and everything. And, and you know, um, our son was quite young at the time. He was six when this all kind of happened. Wow. And, and so it was a little bit scary. But mm. as I said, I just kind of did what I needed to do. And I was studying to become a nutritionist and wow. and I'm really thankful that I was studying at that time because it was just something that I could throw myself into to kind of escape for a little bit yeah. and yeah. Um, you know eventually I completed the course and I uh, you know God opened all the doors and I got a job straight away and that was beautiful um, and throughout this time, um, I maintained a good relationship with my ex um, throughout the years mm. because I really just thought that, well, this is for my son and mm. he's my priority. I want him, uh, I want this to be as smooth as possible for him. So we were always on good terms after you know the shock of everything kind of died down mm. um, but because I did experience a divorce uh, at a young age I was still in my 20s when I you know, was going through yeah, a divorce and it's you know it's way too young to go through a divorce mm. or, you know but it changed a lot about me and it made parts of who I am grow yeah yeah and you know for example I see pain differently now and I have a lot of empathy for other people and, wow. and compassion for for anyone in a similar type of situation mm. and um it really helped me to 
um, define my values and mm. I was able to create goals um, for the future, which was really good. And, and wow. obviously when you go through such a big challenge, it, it can make you resilient. And, and I definitely think that I was resilient and, uh, I, you know, I was so young and I was just carrying on with it and, um, you know, so much about that situation did shape who I am now and, you know, I've got a clear vision of the future and I know myself more and, you know, through those types of things I can, Mm. I appreciate life more now. Um, You know, and it has made me a more mature and independent person. As I said, Mm. I was completely dependent on my husband and to go from that to essentially not relying on anybody Mm. was was a big step. It was an achievement for me. Um, You know, I, I was able to, as a single person, achieve, you know, work and financial goals, but... At the beginning, um, it you know it didn't all fall into place. You know, it, it, later on after the divorce is when um, I got back my relationship with God because I had turned away mm-hmm. from God for a few years. But you know, through the situation, um, I've grown a lot with God, and I think that He did allow me to experience some situations like this. Um, that not all people go through, thankfully. But, mm. you know, when, as I said, when I hear about people that do go through similar things, I've got such a heart for them. Um, yeah. And um, I just am grateful for the new and the fresh opportunities um, that, you know, that I, that I get <laughs> with after this type of thing happens. But mm. God, you know, did heal me of the pain of the divorce and there was you know there were a few things that I did um, at the time and I did do the divorce care course which our church runs which was fantastic and even though I did that course 10 years after the divorce mm. <laughs> um, I think to me that was just a symbolic type of thing like yeah you've done this course now you've well and truly closed the door to that okay and it's time you can you know obviously move on and um did you sorry did you feel like you had fully healed prior to doing the course or did you feel um, like there was a lot of closure there uh, after doing the course well it took many years i um when i signed up to do the divorce care course i think in my mind i was pretty much all good with everything i have prior to that i had done and reached out for some help and i got Mm. counseling because i was in this kind of grieving phase and um and it wasn't just the marriage that i was grieving i had a lot of other things happen in my life that I kind of, that, that did build up and it got to the point where I did reach out for help. But um, before that, I was dealing with it all on my own. Mm. And um, 
and and with a son as well. Yeah, well, you know, little kids that age are so cute and cheeky, and you know, he really, he really kind of kept me going, and yeah. and he was my like. It's beautiful. Yeah, he was just so much fun at that age. So that you know, I had him to focus on, mm. and that was great as well. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah. I, uh, I've definitely, definitely um, come to terms with everything, and that was I kind of did that in my own way throughout the years, and mm. to the point where um, it's definitely a uh, there's no pain there anymore. I've kind of I've definitely faced it all. I definitely had to realize a lot of things I had to definitely look at myself and I definitely had to even talk to my ex and mm-hmm. and you know close a few kind of settle things there and and get his perspective on things and um obviously that in itself is great and you know I you know, later on when I, you know, got back to church after a couple of years and all of the prayer and scripture and worship and serving and, and everything like that has been even more healing because mm. I feel like God has replaced and but given me so much better than what I had in the past that I was grieving for, Mm. you know, that now in comparison, when I look back on it, I think, wow, Mm. um, you know, I'm so excited for the future, (laughs) you know. That's amazing, Um, yeah. And and that's a massive turnaround because um, it it took a long time to get there, so I'm I'm pretty pleased with that. (laughs) And, you know, it's, it's so good because... I'm sure that um, you had that choice whether you were going to let this, I guess, catapult you and um, take you to greater places and teach you um, for the better, um, but you also had that choice to not let it teach you and to be defeated by the situation and and go the the total opposite direction um and you know because i'm sure there are a lot of people who would let it defeat them and um and change the course of their life for the worse but i guess you allowed god to really restore what was lost and um and your life is richer by it so i just think it's a beautiful testament to who you are as a person I know. I I just no. I I I um I just wanted to say that because it, it's true. And you have such a sweet spirit about you that I like. You would not know what you've gone through, you know. Um, and I just think it's beautiful that you've allowed God to heal you. Oh, thank you. Thank <laughs> no. That's so nice. That's really lovely. Okay. So I know you um touched a little bit on this but how did you deal with the repercussions of your broken marriage and how did you lean on God during the healing process well I think at the time 
I handled it as best as I could with the knowledge that I had at the time. And mm. as I mentioned, I was quite independent about it. But I do need to point out that the whole separation was not um, a conventional type of <laughs> separation. We, we remained um, living in the same house for a few years oh, um, wow. after the separation, which was we we did that because we felt that at that time we didn't have any other options in terms of being able to afford anything mm. I, you know I was still trying to set myself up and he was having you know his own set of issues so it was a really odd situation to be in and that came with its own set of challenges and it people looked at me and said, Natalie, how are you dealing with this? You know, like, mm. this is crazy. How can you do that? And and lots of crazy things did happen. And I can't even really go into those at the moment because, mm. you know, it's, <laughs> it's pretty full on. But um, I, aside from all of that... Um, I guess it kind of made it slightly easier because I had my son's father still in the home. Mm. So, you know, Anthony had both of his parents there and um, it was comfortable as a friendship. Wow. Um, yeah. yeah, really weird. And mm. I have heard of others only a couple, not many, but a couple of other people I've spoken to who have done the same thing and, you know, it's pretty crazy, but, you know, it all sorted itself out. Mm. But during that time, I guess I was able to become self-focused and mm. um, I'm trying, as I said, I kind of did whatever I needed to do to survive and I finished my course and... Um, you know, got into the workforce and unfortunately I wish that I could say that, you know, it really was smooth sailing thereafter but unfortunately that was kind of just the beginning of what I had to go through next and um, because I had walked away from church, um, I was a member of a small church and I was... Um, I was in the senior pastor's family, you know, and I was very entwined with, with all of that. And mm. I'd walked away and and that whole situation kind of disintegrated anyway. But I was kind of doing life on my own. Mm. I don't, you know, I'm ma making my own choices now. And, and to be honest, it didn't really go that well. I, <laughs> over the years, I lost my sense of self-worth and confidence and I had no clarity on anything and I, you know, I lacked any connection with God and because of all of that, I allowed myself to have bad relationships mm. and I allowed myself, because of all of that lack of, um, knowing who I was in God, I allowed myself to be abused and mm. I allowed myself to put up with really bad treatment and to be controlled. And mm. um, it's 
so tricky when you're in that type of situation to get out because if you're with someone who is abusive, they make you feel that it's your fault and no one else will want you so you might as well stay Mm. and by the way you're not allowed to have any friends and you're not allowed to do this and Mm. you're not allowed to go here and you know and that in itself is horrible and I really went through some traumatic traumatic things Mm. that um that has been hard to deal with but um, you know, I obviously was strong enough at one point or another to get out, <laughs> and mm. I'm glad I did. But yeah. Yeah. even though after all of that type of thing happened, I, you know, wasn't in a great position, and obviously I've been thrown around by life a little bit here because of my bad choices and mm. thinking that I can do this on my own. Um, and before too long, just an accumulation of losses of losing people and Mm. grief and some health scares and then you throw in some loneliness and anxiety and panic and fears and doubts and hurt and confusion and you know after a few years of that I kind of said well hang on this is crazy what Mm. am I doing and and I came back to Jesus and I did that secretly for a couple of years I didn't tell anyone oh wow it was it was weird because I knew that I couldn't carry on like that. It would come to a point where I'm going to have to find a church. But did you I, did you make the decision one day one day in your room, like you just had enough of everything and decided from yeah, that moment that you were going to turn back? I was. Yeah. I had this really low point where. I just had the weight of the world on my shoulders and to be honest, the only good thing I had in my life at that time was a permanent job Mm. (laughs) and everything else was pretty rubbish Mm. (laughs) and I wasn't growing as a Christian because I wasn't planted in a church and even though I was reading my Bible and I was praying, I didn't have any connections with anybody and I didn't have any encouragement from anyone because we really do need that fellowship with other Christians and and I when I decided that it was time you know and it was time to get back into it I was I was just completely I was so nervous I was I'd lost any confidence just going and turning up to a place, a church where I didn't know anyone. That was so, I felt so intimidated and I, you know, I persisted with it and I'm so glad that I did because it's just been amazing. But um, I knew that when I got back to church that everything would fall into place and I had that hope that it would and I was just really craving some supportive friendships and Mm. I just remember the first day I I came back to the church I was amazed at just walking into this building and seeing so many happy faces people saying hello and friendly people and it was like wow this is amazing I've just I've missed this I've needed this and 
Yeah. And I did everything that I could to to get planted and it you know, it took a while for me to even meet people because Inspire is so large. So I was going for about six months and really struggling to meet anyone mm. uh, because how, how, you know, how do you meet, you know, without knowing anyone, you go to a service and it's over and someone like me who was so shy at that time, I wasn't mm. going to go and sit in the cafe <laughs> by myself afterwards. Like, I didn't even know where the cafe was and I would feel so stupid to walk around by myself to try and find it. Mm. And so I was just going to church and going straight home. Yeah, and, yeah. It was a know. comfortable thing to do. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That all obviously changed. But um, yeah. I, even, even before I got back to church, I know that God had his hand on my life. And mm. I know that he was still protecting me and I'm really thankful um, that, you know, by just coming back to church and throwing my whole life into it and just following, you know, God again, it's just, it's just been amazing. So good. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Um, so tell us, um, how has God turned your ashes into beauty? What does life look like for you now? Well, I honestly, as I said before, God has just restored everything that I had lost and he hasn't just replaced it. It's just, it's so much more abundant that I, than I could ever have imagined. Mm. And, um, you know, planning a wedding and, and, you know, having the stepkids and family relationships uh, have kind of even been restored. Late last year, um, God really started to work on my family relationships and being so isolated from my family, I felt really alone, especially during, you know, the time of being separated and going through a divorce, I was so alone and um, I didn't have a close relationship with my parents, even though I love them and they love me and they're amazing. I I couldn't burden them with all of this drama in my life that Mm. I've been going through. So I speak to them on the phone here and there and just say, yeah, everything's good. Uh, Because, you know, I didn't want to make them worry, but, you know, God's even helped um, me with my relationship with my son. Um, you know, being a, a 15-year-old boy, you know, they're not exactly known for wanting to spend time with their parents. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, it's, actually it's a miracle that we have found something that we enjoy doing together. <laughs> Yay, and what is that? It's just amazing. Like I never in a million years thought that it would happen. And I'm every night after dinner, he sits on the lounge with me <laughs> and we watch Doctor Who together. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I've never, ever gotten into it, but I know a lot of people who like that show. <laughs> well, I was never into it either, but Michael introduced it to me and it I actually got into it. I thought that I would 
never like anything like that. But yeah. the weird thing is, is that one day, you know, Anthony watched it and I said, you know, oh, do you want to watch another one with me? And he said yes. And then after that, he was asking for it. So Aww. I'm like, oh, wow. You know, we're, we're finally spending time together. That's and beautiful. I love it. It is beautiful. Um, but, you know, other amazing things that, you know, God's just created this beauty in my life is, you know, apart from those things, I've got my church family and and I love serving um, at Inspire and it's just, those were the things that I really, really sorely missed in my life yeah. and I just, you can never underestimate how powerful it is just to to be a part of a church so mm. you know I'm just enjoying life more and um, I think that I've really been able to take the really you know the unfortunate situation that no one ever wants to be in and and I've been able to use it um, to bring new things into my life you know with God's help obviously and yeah. um it's, it's really exciting and I definitely do prefer who I am now as opposed to the mm. younger, more naive mm. and protected me. I was pretty protected and going through this type of thing, it knocks you around and mm. you, kind of, you do bounce back stronger and, you know, mm. it's um, it's definitely shaped who I am but... Honestly, I, I wish that it could have been easier at times and, and perhaps it could have been if I had have been making better decisions and if I had have had a mentor or a role model or just mm. if I hadn't have been so intent on going it alone, um, I probably could have had an easier time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But... Um, yeah, fair enough. I, you know... The, the situations that I went through, I've definitely been able to use those um, experiences um, to learn from, and I really hope that one day I can help other people. And you know, I'd love to be able to mentor anyone else who um, finds themselves in a situation like mm, that. And that's what I was just going to say. Uh, you know, the fact that you did a lot of years alone you would be more empathetic to other people not wanting them to do the journey alone as well oh. so I can imagine you'd be an amazing mentor oh. if there were to ever come a time where you could mentor someone and I'm sure there will be <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well thank you yeah and I just really you know you shouldn't do life alone mm. and yeah we need other people and yep so true yeah anyway we were made we were we were definitely created for relationships and oh yeah definitely um, yeah and i'm very grateful for that <laughs> yeah, me too <laughs> so <laughs> um so tell us your advice for women who um have experienced divorce or have gone through broken relationships how can you encourage them today? Yeah, good question. Well, firstly, like if if you're in a situation that is quite fresh, you know, if 
if you're someone who's just had a, a broken relationship or you you know you've recently separated I think you really need to have an emergency plan because I know that for me um, I needed to have a, a plan when things weren't going right and that is you need to have someone that you can talk to or you mm. need to know what you're going to do are you what number are you going to call when you need to talk to someone and and mm. who who are you going to approach and what do you need like do you need someone to be there with you and you know definitely I know I I can't be alone anymore the older I get <laughs> the harder it is for me to even be alone so it's <laughs> <laughs> really random but uh, definitely have that plan but secondly yeah. Seeking help from God, obviously, that's mm. so important. And um, there's some verses in James that I really love. And um, in James 1, 5 to 7, it says, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault. And it will mm. be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. So what... For me, this is amazing because we need wisdom yeah. in all areas of our life. And this verse mm. is saying that all you have to do is ask and it's going to be given to you. And not just a little bit, but generously, like God wants to give us his wisdom. So, yeah, so all we have to do is ask and believe. And like that's great. It's not like, well, if you've been good, you might wisdom or you know if you've prayed <laughs> a certain amount you might get this much wisdom mm. it's not like that no. all you have to do is ask and and I love that because we need wisdom if we are looking at these types of situations in our life how do we deal with it how do we deal with the pain mm. and God will always answer those prayers so yes yeah, so um, true I think that that's just that's so important for anybody mm. and not just obviously not just people going through this type of thing you know it's as Christians we need that but I definitely think that we need to allow God to shape and mold us and we just need to be real with ourselves we need to be honest mm. and we need to become humble before God and and allow him to open up our eyes you know and mm. I think that if we can do that around a divorce or a relationship breakup or breakdown or whatever mm. um, we're going to learn and mm. once we've become humble and um, you know we're open to listening to God we're going to have a more positive life and the experience that comes after a divorce is hopefully going to be a little bit better and it takes all of the negatives of our experiences and we grow from them so if we strive for closeness with God for non-selfish reasons mm. um, you know that's obviously that's going to be you know such an important and thing to do so if you get close with God but um, just because you want to be more like God you know that's um, that's definitely going to, 
to be a good situation for what you're facing. And, mm. you know, at the end of the day, we just want to be more like him and think like him and respond like him. And I think that's going to help us to deal with what's happened in our lives, but to heal from it also. And to be honest, by being more like him, we could hopefully prevent things like this in our lives. Mm. You know? I really like the idea of preventing a, a relationship breakdown or preventing a divorce and, you know, it also will allow us to um, to know our worth as, you know, women and men of God and also it will stop us from developing any negative mental attitudes about the whole situation, you know, you don't mm. want to become that better person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, you know, that would a lot of people do become bitter over these things and and that's that's like poison so I think ultimately when we find ourselves in these types of situations I think we just need to make the decision to worship God with our whole lives and you know really examine what it is that we spend the most time thinking about or what do we spend the most time money on or get the most upset at and you know if there's a pattern of behaviors we might be worshiping those things instead of god and yeah you're right. I, I actually found that i was in a way worshiping my old life because for so many years i was just focusing on what i had lost and mm. i was thinking about that so much um, that it took the place of God in my life and you know that's obviously obviously not good so you know worshipping God in all the areas of our life is just um, you know in the things that we do every day and just how we are and not you know obviously it's not just singing and, you know, worshipping at church. It's just how we choose to conduct ourselves and, you know, making sure that God is our priority and and not, you know, we're not getting caught in the relationship that we lost or the relationship that we want even, you know. Yeah. Are, we focused, yeah. are we chasing after that person that, you know, are we idolising that person that's, you know, that's wrong <laughs> mm. yeah and and i think you're right it is it is as simple as it sounds it's mm. just this daily practice of mm. drawing yeah, near to god yeah 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 we need to be consistent yeah so true and you know yeah. what it it sounds like you've practiced what what you're preaching so <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's a, it's um oh, it's a journey and God's always revealing new things to me and it's mm. exciting and, uh, you know, it is, it's, it's so good. But ultimately, I think that we all need to kind of understand that, yeah, we may have overcome such and such a situation, but there's so much more to do. There's more to learn or grow mm. or become and it's, it's exciting. And um, I just hope that people who have been you know touched by divorce or 
these types of losses can just understand that you know if you worship God with your life and you know the word and you listen to the word and you act it and you don't just read it mm-hmm. and forget it mm-hmm. you know things will fall into place eventually so yeah I yeah I, I just hope that people can be encouraged by that oh most definitely I'm <laughs> encouraged by it <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm I'm so thankful that you were honest about your story. I know it's um I'm sure that sometimes it's tough probably bringing up um you know the the feelings and emotions that it once um that you once had from the situation, but I'm I'm just really thankful that yeah, you've come on and been so open about your story and um I'm I'm really excited for you that um you know you're getting married in the next year and um I just pray that God really blesses your marriage and oh, um thank you. Yeah, no it's it's so exciting. It's and, gonna be awesome. We're both so excited and we're in wedding planning mode Yay. at the moment. Oh, bliss, <laughs> pure bliss. <laughs> so much fun. Oh, lovely. But thank you. I really appreciate you um, letting me come onto your podcast and have a voice. Like, I oh, really appreciate no, that. Thank you so much. Thanks, thank Natalie. you. <laughs> What an amazing story of God taking something broken and turning it into something beautiful and whole. I pray that Natalie's story encouraged you in the midst of whatever storm you may be facing today. There are always glimmers of hope, even in the darkest of nights. And Natalie's story is one of many that testify to that. I would love, if you haven't already, to subscribe to my podcast and spread the word about this podcast. Let me be honest with you, it's no easy feat trying to schedule recording and editing around two small children, but I'm so grateful to find pockets of opportunity to bring you these stories. And I really hope they are a source of encouragement and empowerment to you. I hope you have a blessed week and I will be back in two weeks time with something a little different. So stay tuned.